Hey, Husky fans, welcome back to Fourth and Inches, a Husky podcast from Sports Illustrated Husky Maven Channel. My name is Trevor Mueller, and with me today is Walter Bailey. He's the cornerback that you know and love from the University of Washington. He's a national champion, and he's here with us today. Walter, thanks so much for coming on. Hey, thanks, Trevor. This is my pleasure, man. So glad to be here. So, you know, the first thing that we have to talk about is you're a defensive back. You were one of the greats. And if you look at this team now with the program, especially starting with Chris Peterson and now moving into Jimmy Lake, these defensive backs are some of the best in the country. What do you see that's so special about this unit right now? Oh, man, great question. Um, I'm, you know, I'm biased, right? So these guys are, they're smart. Um, they are so technically sound. They are dialed into the blueprint. Jimmy, Coach, Coach Lake uh, puts together blueprints, right? Um, and Coach K, they, they, they diagram blueprints. And those guys follow it out to a T. And it's so fun to watch because these guys are like snakes out there. They're, they, they're like a boa constrictor. They just, can, they just suck the life out of you. They take away um, every route concept um, that offenses try to do in I think a big thing is um, they, they're students of the game. They watch film and you can tell um, because of their different techniques that they, um, that they run, but they're always in such great position. And that's what's fun for me to watch. These guys are just very cerebral. And uh, it's not just the first unit, it's all the guys that step on that field. Yeah, and you know, looking at specifically our, the cornerbacks, um, you were known, you were, you had a, a bunch of interceptions in your career at Washington. You seem to be able to set up quarterbacks to bait them into throwing those balls. When you look at somebody like Trent McDuffie, who seems to be that ball hawk where, uh, what do you see that he does to, that's maybe similar to your game on how to get the quarterback to think he can make that throw? Um, Gosh, when well, looking at McDuffie, uh, I can say Kyler. I, I can say uh, Keith Taylor. The these guys, um, what I can say, the difference between uh, myself and them, those guys' footwork is like uh, like amazing. Like for me, I had these big feet, <laughs> so so it was like I relied on a lot of athletic ability, and those guys are athletic too. But what's really fun that I connect with those guys is they don't make um, the same mistake. And that's where I can relate um, with them. And sometimes when certain things happen, these guys know, okay, I dare you to try that again. But these guys are so uh, technically sound, it's almost like they're intimidating the other receivers in the routes that they wanna run. They're in such great positions and they're strong enough that the guys are like, wow, you know what? He's taking that away. So he's already in the wide receiver's head. So that's how I see these DBs playing. They're already playing the mental game, but they are in great position, which is coaching, right? So it's fun to watch. It's really fun. Now, before we head into this week's game, there's one historical question I really want to ask you. And uh, I've asked this to one of your teammates, Mario Bailey, and uh, I'm curious your answer. So 
in 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 his mind and my mind as well you guys were a game away from being back-to-back national champions um when you lost that ucla game in 1990 what did that do to you um as a competitor going forward and was it uh was it sweeter winning it that next year because you knew what it meant or were you really hoping for that back-to-back i mean i gotta be 100 percent open and transparent about it um did i think we were going to win a national championship that year that wasn't that wasn't my thought but we knew this and i think this is it didn't jinx us but we clinched before we played ucla we clinched the Rose Bowl the week before against Arizona. So what I believe is it was a letdown. Um, a letdown, not that we didn't prepare. It was a letdown in the sense of we made it, right? So the focus going into that UCLA game may not have been laser focused and not respecting the opponent. I really believe we respect the UCLA. But UCLA came up there and was like, look, they are – they're going to take us for granted. And I don't think we took them for granted, but I just don't think we played our, um, our best football. I know we didn't, um, but it was a definite um, eye-opening experience because we never wanted that feeling again, right, to be in that position. And so it really helped us. Um, looking back, retrospecting, that could have been, right, if winning that game. Um, I can just tell you another thing. I, I had to apologize to Chico Fraley. We were playing this combo. And so it was um, one of their, uh, uh, gosh, I can't, um, I think it might've been Sean LaChapelle and then um, the running back was Brian Brown or whatever, but they were running these combo routes. So my receiver was coming inside um, and then the running back, it was like a scissors route. And all Chico and I were doing was like hitting our face masks of like combo. And it was a time where I didn't need to do it because I was ready to take that risk. And I was, and it wasn't like just being a hero, but I just wanted to like tell Chico, like we didn't need to combo. I was just going to jump it. And I did not We actually ran it the way we were supposed to. And it wasn't like we picked each other, but Chico wasn't able to get to the flat. He tackled the guy, but I really believe now looking back, I would have intercepted that and it would have been like a 25 yard touchdown. Yeah. Right. But it was like we played our responsibilities. And so I learned, you know, when you have an opportunity, you got to take it. But I didn't want to take the risk um, to sacrifice my team. And so, you know, I just go back and forth off of that. Do you want to be a hero or, or whatever? So we learned from that. Yeah, and then, of course, you guys didn't lose another game until, uh, I mean, shoot, you were national champions the next year. Uh, right. uh, Mario, uh, Mario had s- similar feelings as you now, mm-hmm. former player, what's the jump in comfort from game one to game two at the beginning of a season? Ooh, it, de- it, it, it actually depends. Um, so I can give you a multifaceted answer or going into my first starting year, going into my junior year, I had something to prove because I was the new starter. So the opposing offenses were going to come at me. And so the reality of it is I got attacked, right? So, yeah. so my thing was, is I'm going to have opportunities and I had to make them, I had to make the most of them, right? Um, with those opportunities. And so that was my first year, my second year starting. Um, the reality of it is, is okay. These people, they're not really going at me, 
But then again, the letdown of that is you still got to be on your game, right? And so um, as a team, though, um, that second game is very paramount because you build off of um, what you needed to learn in game one. Um, by the time it's game two, um, it's time to, you know, hone in um, and do better and uh, be locked in as quick as quickly as possible. And then now, like when we look at the Huskies going into game three, uh, I don't know, man. I saw something last week and it shocked me. I saw a team that was hungry. I mean, they were ready to show um, their hunger. And uh, Jimmy Lake has been saying that, um, like as far as running the football, um, this team is prepared. He also, I heard uh, Coach Lake say, um, and I'm going to remember, it's Coach Lake, not Jimmy Lake. It's Coach <laughs> Lake, right? I just have to be respectful. He's earned that title. Coach Lake said that we had a great week of practice. And I always believe him when he um, – because he, that's who he is. He's just – he's honest. And I get excited about that, man, yeah. because he knows what he has. And so he unveiled it to the world last week. And I am – whoo, I'm beyond <sighs> excited. I'm excited. These guys are young. Uh, mixed with um, a few sen uh, seniors in there, but these kids know how to play. And it's, um, it's beautiful to watch. It really is. It really is. And, and Utah coming off of their first game, they do have a lot to uh, fix. They, they fell to the USC Trojans 33-17. Um, mm -hmm. Obviously, they're going to be benefited by game planning around their new starting quarterback, Jake Bentley. Uh, Cameron mm -hmm. Rising was hurt uh, within the first. He only threw six passes before he went down. He's out for the season. So they'll be able to game plan, a game plan around Bentley, who's more of a pocket passer. So you could see a little bit more firepower from the offense. But really, when you look at that game, Utah obviously coming off of the Pac-12 championship two years in a row, uh, they were – they, they're having to reload. Uh, they're, they're guys who got them there have moved on due to graduation, and this new younger group is still trying to find their footing. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, you know, it's Zach Moss is going to be impossible to, um, to replace. You know, he's – arguably the best running back that the Utah Utes have ever had. And mm -hmm. uh, you saw a little bit more of a stable that really couldn't get going against USC. And once, of course, they were down, uh, they had to abandon that run. What mm -hmm. did you see offensively from Utah that you think Washington should be able to exploit this week? Well, so here goes, here, here goes the honest to goodness truth. I mean, you know, they got us last year. And yep. so, um, what I know about the Huskies is it's time. It, if you lose to a team, you got to get them back. So yeah. payback is coming. Um, unfortunately for Utah, they're getting ready to get some pain, I really believe, because our D-line is coming along. Our linebackers showed up last week. They yes. played. I mean, they had a giant leap from game one to game two, and they just need that comfortability um, with getting game action. And I just saw, you know, Eddie and, and Sermon – they out there balling. The D-line felt comfortable. Our, our D-ends, oh, my goodness. I mean, yeah. ZTF, I'm looking at um, Smalls, I mean, a freshman, and he's out there controlling himself. Yes. He's out there controlling that line of scrimmage and doing, as a freshman, he, he showed me a lot. But I also believe because of what they have behind them, uh, the secondary gives them the ability to learn on the job. But now that these guys are starting to figure out what works, um, and then Coach K is dialing up 
uh, stuff. He's not bringing all the blitzes and all that. He trusts those guys in that system. And so these guys are thriving. Nobody can block ZTF. That guy, that guy's motor, I was just watching Holy it. Cow. The guy is going to be, he's already special. Mm -hmm. And so think about this. When you have um, uh, uh, Latuli, Gasanoa, and then, uh, you know, looking at Latu whenever they get a chance to come back. Oh, man, these guys are going to be, oh, my goodness. So for, for Utah, I'm, I'm thinking like this. If they're smart, and I know Willingham is, is you want to have a controlled game plan. You don't want to come out making mental mistakes. So they're going to try to be balanced. I'm thinking they're going to try to run. Um, they're going to have some simple um, passing um, things. But I know they're going to take some shots. But right now, I really believe Washington is going to impose their will. They're, and they're going to come after these guys. They have to. They got a new unproven uh, quarterback. And I'm not going to take anything from Jake uh, Bentley. You know, I know he's a grad transfer. But I also know him being thrusted in. This is like really game one for him, even though he, you know, he was able to play against them. And I think he did, he did okay against them. Um, I think he had a couple interceptions. Yes. Or he might have had one or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, he had two. So he's got to be very careful against us because if he throws it at our guys, I think we, we're taking it. We're, we're picking them off. <laughs> yeah, and, and then flipping around on the offensive side of the ball, giving up 33 points to uh, USC, who's that's kind of their average right now is around that 30-point mark. Washington, obviously, with Dylan Morris, took a huge step forward, being more dynamic in the passing game in week two of their season. Where do you see this? Washington offense stacked up against, you know, Kyle Winningham's known for having really good defenses. There's a lot of new names, a lot of new faces. Where do you see Washington's offense? I think, um, I think they stack up really good, but I, like you said, Trevor, I really, um, I really admired um, coach Willingham. He's uh, Winningham. He's always um, put a complete uh, package on the field when it comes to football teams. Um, unfortunately they're, they're rebuilding. I think this, they're going to come out hitting because that's what they do. Uh, they always have a solid defensive line, but they're breaking in a, a relatively new uh, defensive ends and some linebackers. They, they did have a guy I think they converted. Um, I think it's, uh, he's a Sewell. And I can't yeah. think of it, Neffy. I think yes. Neffy is converted into a, a linebacker. So what I, what I see is we're going to run the football. We're, they're not. They're not going to stop that. Now, there there are going to be some times where we're not going to get five and ten yards. But what we're good at this year is going to be running the football. And once we do that, it opens up the pass. Dylan Morris has just shown us a little bit of what he can do. I think he can run. I think the R, the the RPO option for him uh, yeah. once he gets really comfortable is going to be a nice nice um, element to his game. But I think the the dogs uh, up front have his back, man. And it's like, if they eat, like they're supposed to control that line of scrimmage, I'm looking at our running backs to have a nice, nice, nice big day uh, tomorrow. About four hey. touchdowns. Yeah, hey, I would, I would be happy with that. And it's one of yeah. those things that Washington really hasn't had to show offensively a lot of complex wrinkles yet because that offensive line is doing so much work up front. Uh, protecting Dylan Morris he's not been sacked this year and then of course giant holes for that stable of running backs that'll yeah. do it for our preview from Trevor Mueller Walter Bailey go dogs
Go dogs.